the comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. Good morning or afternoon or maybe it's middle of the night. Anytime you want to listen to The View from a Pew, all you have to do is search your favorite websites, your favorite podcast sites, or in our case, you can also go to YouTube uh, or you can go to the new Roku channel we have, The View from a Pew. I'm Mac McCoy and uh, today my special guest, as uh, most of the time, is Gary Hutchins. He's the uh, pastor at Sunny Slope Church of Christ, 9.30 Bible study on Sunday morning, 10.30 service, 6 o'clock that night, kind of a combo, and then Wednesday at 6.30 also. And I want you to circle or put in your calendar or do whatever you do when you're going to remind yourself of something. March 17th through the 20th, there's going to be an evangelical evangelical evangelistic evangelistic okay i'll probably let you say that word (laughs) evangelistic series real simple come to jesus and that again will be at um um that again uh will be at sunny slope church of christ and that's about a block north of 108th and maple all right so we've been talking about uh what's the bible say about god and christ and we've learned so far that they're one and the same, that you can't, you can't separate them. People who say, well, I believe in God, but I don't believe in Jesus, which was me for 40-some years. Uh, I, just, I, I grew up in a church, went to church every Sunday. Jesus was not the center of it. Uh, liturgy was the center of it. It was Catholicism. And I would tell people, I don't know about this Jesus guy. I don't know anything about him. But I knew there was a God because he was my father. Now, we were talking earlier in the last segment about sometimes things to say and not to say. And you were talking about if you don't know the answer, what do you say? I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Let me think about it. Let me study some more. Now, one of my favorite things to do is to sit down with an atheist. And uh, the old Mac liked to poke the bear, right? (laughs) I don't do that anymore. God has told me that's not the way you're going to win these people over. Correct. So I have a young man that I've been spending some time with, and he gave me the nicest compliment. At the end of the first time we met, he said, I want to tell you something. I meet with a lot of Christians, and this is the first time I've ever met with one that they didn't bring their Bible. And I said, David, why would I bring my Bible? You don't believe anything that's in there. If I just start quoting Bible verses to you, you're going to shut down because I'm not talking about something you believe in. After our second meeting, he said, I'm going to give you another compliment. Sometimes you'll say, I don't know. And usually Christians are, we're all, we know all the answers. It's God breathed. It's this in the Bible and that in the Bible. And maybe that means I haven't learned it yet. Maybe it means God hasn't revealed it to me. Or maybe God hasn't revealed it to anybody. Well, sometimes, you know, when it comes to basic basic doctrinal teachings and again that those two words doctrinal and teachings are <laughs> they're repetitive that the word doctrine simply means teaching yeah when we're talking about basic bible teachings we're talking about the foundational teachings that god has revealed to us now 
a lot of times he tells us exactly how to apply those teachings to our Christian life. But sometimes he doesn't tell us exactly how, in every way, some of those teachings need to be applied. Now, when it comes to salvation, there's no question about that. He, yeah. he tells us exactly how to apply that, those teachings. But, you know, some other times, because in our culture, we just keep coming up with all kinds of kind of theoretical possibilities that muddy the water. Well, how do, how do we apply some things? If we can keep it down to a basic level and say, look, it has to conform with God. Whatever it is you're talking about, it has to be conformed with God's word. And if it doesn't, then then I may not know the exact answer yeah. of how, but I know I need to stay away from that because it doesn't conform with God's word. And and so that's simply a good way to look at it. Um, somebody, you. All you have to do is listen to the radio or watch commercials on TV, and there's continually all kinds of new, super-duper health aids that's going to make you live to be 520 years old. And lose 500 pounds while sleeping. Yeah, right, right. And and you can still eat all the cake and ice cream you that's want. That's right. I like that diet. <laughs> well, I I'm very careful about those because I don't know what all the side effects are to them. Yeah. But I know that I need, from the scriptures, I need to take care of my body because it is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and I need to glorify God in my body, 1 Corinthians chapter 6. So I'm careful about, and, and, and I'm pretty conscious about healthy eating and healthy living and all of that, but I'm, yeah, I'm not going to start putting into my body all kinds of stuff that you keep hearing, you know, yeah. and, and commercials and infomercials. But we, we also know that there are some foods that are not good for us. Yeah. And, and we shouldn't eat those if we can help it. I fail there. I, I, I love pork ribs. Okay. Not a big pork chop guy, you know, but I love good ribs. Is that a sin? No, it's, Again, in most of those cases, we're talking about moderation. Yeah. Is chocolate cake bad? I love chocolate cake. Now, do I eat chocolate cake every day? No. Do I eat two or three pieces at a time? No. Yeah. You know, but in moderation, I remember I was walking through a, uh, a cafeteria line with a, he was, in fact, he was one of my instructors when I was doing graduate work in Bible older fella and but boy talk about knowledgeable of the scriptures and so we're going through this cafeteria line where you pick up what you want and everything and so i picked up a piece of chocolate cake or something some kind of dessert and he said uh wish i could have that and i looked on his tray and he had he had a big roll Okay. And I said, if you didn't have that, then you could have that. Right. There you go. <laughs> you know, so moderation, you know, and I love ice cream. Yeah. I don't eat ice cream every day, though. Well, now remember, Bill Cosby <laughs> said that chocolate cake is good for you because it has all three food groups. Yeah. You remember that? Well, I have taken that and gone beyond that and said, an ice cream sundae. You know, oh, yeah, it's got yeah. all the food groups oh, in there. Absolutely. You know. 
<laughs> but I say it in jest, you know. <laughs> well. All right. So sometimes when you hear Gary and I on the radio, um, we don't talk a lot about what we're going to talk about. We talk about the topic, but where we're coming from theologically, if we don't agree, we're going to tell you that. And that's for your opportunity to listen to two different men who love Jesus who may look at something different than the other. Now, I will tell you this, Gary, cl- plug your ears. Gary's usually right, and I'm serious about that. That's one of the reasons I like to have him on. But he's not right about everything. No. I don't know what those other things are yet, but I'm going to make a list. <laughs> All right, so let's talk a little bit about God and Jesus and, and, and 101. Well, what I'm trying to get across in this particular study is there is no compromise on God. And I think there are a whole lot of people out there, they're wishy-washy, you know, they're touchy-feely. Well, you know, I think about God. Well, yeah, maybe, you know, but I, you know, but they don't, they don't believe in God as the Bible lays him out. And they don't, they also don't believe in Jesus. A whole lot of people don't believe in Jesus as God, the son, our Lord and savior. Now, Jesus said, there is no way to God except through him. John 14 and verse six, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. So that rules out those big religious groups who say they believe in God, but they don't believe in Jesus as a savior. What do you do with the guy that says, because Jesus said that, I can't believe in him? Then I, I probably would ask him, why? What's behind your because statement there? Well, because I think there ought to be a lot of ways to get to God. Well, I don't agree with that, but that's... Well, well, sure. And and it's illogical. That particular belief is illogical because you, you understand that truth is narrow. So if I want to drive from Omaha to San Francisco, am I going to go east or west? West. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's, I don't think that, I think that's too confining. I think you ought to be able to get there, go any way we want to go. Well, you can, but it'll take longer and there's no reason you, to waste and, your and time. sometimes you're never going to get there. If that's I'm right. going to go north, I'm never going to get there. That's if right. If I'm going to go east, I'm never going to get there. See, we understand there's hard and fast truth. Yeah. And if we want to start changing it to suit ourselves, we're, we're getting off the pathway of truth. We're being illogical. Gary Hutchins is my guest, as usual. Sunny Slope Church of Christ, about a block north of 108th and Maple. 9.30 Bible study on Sundays, 10.30 a service, and then 6 o'clock at night. Kind of a combo of both. Wednesday, another combo, a little service and a little Bible study. But we do want you to mark down on your calendar, March 17th through the 20th, they're going to have an evangelistic Thank you series, and it's simply (laughs) going to be called Come to Jesus. I was uh, talking with someone the other day in a class, and uh, he said, it's hard for me to believe in Jesus because he forgives all of our sins. And if God can forgive all of our sins, why did he have to die on the cross? And he just takes that whole story Mm -hmm. and, and throws it out the door. I know what I said to him. What would you say? From the beginning, God instructed mankind to worship him, and when it came to forgiveness, because right away, I mean quickly, it would seem from Genesis chapter 3, 
after God put the man and the woman in the garden, they sinned. Okay, everything changed. When they sinned, now they were sinners, and they needed forgiveness, and they could not in and of themselves forgive themselves. So God quickly instructed animal sacrifices to be made, offered to him, and through the the blood shed by those animals and offered and the sacrifices being offered to God, God accepted that as an atonement for their sins. Now, he was conditioning mankind for the ultimate sacrifice, the one-time-for-all-time sacrifice that he would send into this world. And those sacrifices that were to be offered to God as atonement for the sins of mankind, they were to be sacrifices of animals that were absolutely pure in appearance. Yeah. Now, but they were still animals, and animals are below man. And so God was conditioning mankind ultimately, and Genesis 3.15 is the first the first messianic prophecy, the coming savior. And so God was going to send the absolute, perfect, sinless, and not animal, but deity in human form to die on that cross. And that would need to be done only one time for all time. Hebrews 7 and verse 27, Jesus Christ was and is that sacrifice through his shedding of blood, how could there be a more emphatic, a more emphatic illustration of the horribleness of sin and the grace and love and mercy of God than him sending his own son, Jesus, to that cross? And so we're told that through the blood of Jesus, his shed, and what does that mean? He shed his blood in the cross, his death, his physical death. Yeah. That is how we can be forgiven. And we don't have to offer animal sacrifices every year for that effect. It's done. One time for all time. And so through Jesus, because he's the Savior, we can come to God for forgiveness and salvation. Gary Hutchins is my co-host. Sunny Slope Church of Christ, about a block north of 108th and Maple. 930 Bible Study. 10.30 is church service. 6 p.m. is the uh, kind of the combo series. And then Wednesdays at 6.30. And they've got a evangelistic. Yep. Ooh, I got it right. Series, March 17th through the 20th. And uh, it's simply called Come to Jesus. Perfect time to invite a friend or a neighbor or someone who, who is seeking Maybe they don't even know they're seeking, but they haven't shut it down and turned everything away. Uh, by the way, if, if you know an atheist, I, I don't think you should say what I'm about to say to them, but I want you to understand they're afraid. Their, their atheism is not driven by not believing. They're afraid. They're afraid that there is nothing else, and they don't want to choose the wrong thing. And sooner or later, someone, something, uh, the Holy Spirit will speak to them and say, you know, Psalm 23, come on, lay down, relax. Come to me when you need rest. Come to me. You're not going to get judgment when you come to me. You're going to get my best love and forgiveness. Yeah. All right, we're going to take our last break. Coming back with our last uh, series on this 
our last uh, show on this series called God and Christ Together. It's Jesus 101, and it's right here on The View from a Pew. I'm Mac McCoy. If I haven't told you lately, thanks for listening. I love my job. Could not do it without you. You want to talk? We'd love to hear from you. Mac, M-A-C, like macaroni. Mac at theviewfromapew.com. Suggestions? Uh, Maybe you'd like to invite yourself as a guest. I'd love to see you right here on The View from a Pew. Find two Christian store where you'll find more.